One of the big stories is the um, the House voting to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas yesterday. He's the Secretary of Homeland Security, and you just heard uh, Dusty Johnson, Congressman Dusty Johnson, talking about why he voted to impeach Mayorkas. It was a close vote yesterday in the House, 214 to 213. We knew it would be close. There had been a vote earlier that failed, or or they wound up being able to, uh, through a maneuver, then bring the vote up again, which they did yesterday. Steve Scalise was back, and they got the votes they needed, 214 to 213. So the House, by one vote, voting to impeach Mayorkas, Now it goes to the Senate, and that's where then the case will be made, and then senators will have a a chance to, you know, either to uh, convict or to acquit Mayorkas. And I would love to give you your thoughts on what you think will happen. And your reaction if the Senate, because, again, you look at the Senate controlled by the Democrats and you look at what they're saying, certainly doesn't appear that the Senate's going to be eager to convict Mayorkas. And, I mean, what message would you take away from that? I would love to get your reaction. This issue of the border is critically important to so many Americans. So we'll open up the Kello Hotline. Phone lines are open for your your thoughts, 605-336-1320. If you'd like to join the program, 605-336-1320. The House has voted to impeach Mayorkas again. And the way this works, we've been through it often enough that America, I think, certainly those who follow politics, Kind of understand the process. Okay, you have a conviction in the House, but then you have a trial in the Senate. So an impeachment of Mayorkas, if the Senate either, you know, if they find him not guilty and so on, which, uh, and I believe that they will, then there's no change, in other words. He would not be removed from office. And what message do you think that will send if Mayorkas is not, if the Senate fails to remove him from office? I would love to get your thoughts on it. Phone lines are open right now. It's a great time to call 605-336-1320 is the Kello hotline. Good morning, Paul. You're on Kello. Morning, Greg. Hiya, Paul. Yeah, definitely deserved to be put up for impeachment because he has been derelict in his duty. He's lied. To Congress and to the American people, he's not deserving of public trust, and he's uh, he's on he's part of the problem that we have here, along with Biden. He deserved what he got. I'm surprised some of the Republicans didn't go with it, and they have their mealy mouth words for why they didn't do it. I don't think, and it goes to the Senate. I will think our two senators will vote to impeach because they'll uh, they'll have some tap dancing with words and stuff and say why they're taking the righteous. Will path, you be following that pretty closely to see how South Dakota senators do on that issue? 
I'm absolutely going to because I checked out how they voted on Ukraine and both our senators voted to send the money over without any border protection. So that just kind of shows, you know what, they don't have the strength of their convictions or their basis convictions. So uh, I don't think they're going to vote to impeach. It doesn't matter how badly Mayorkas looks in that and how much he is guilty, which I believe he is. They're not going to vote to do it because uh, they don't have the strength to do so. That's why we need new representation. But I'm eager to look at it. And they wanted to do it to Trump, who there was no reason to do it. But they don't want to do it uh, to Mayorkas, who obviously to me is guilty and deserves to lose his pension and everything else, too, because he has cost the American people billions and billions of dollars in crime and death and all that. So he he deserves what he gets, uh, if anything, which he's not going to get anything, unfortunately. Yeah, and then where, where where do we go from there? I mean, well, will that be a wake-up? Because uh, I wonder then, is that going to be a wake-up call then to some Americans who go, wow, I mean. Boy, you know, if they haven't been awoken already by what's going on at the border, if they're watching the wrong channels who gloss everything over, they might not have a chance to be awakened. But where we go from there, we march on towards November when we have to save the country by voting out Democrats, House, Senate, and in the presidency, because they're the ones that are dragging the country down. So that's where we go from here and hopefully down a better road and a better path. Well, I appreciate your call. It's always good to hear from you. Thank you, Paul. Phone lines are open. I'd love to hear from you. 605-336-1320. Good morning, Liam. You're on, Kello. Hey, uh, yeah, I was thinking if there starts being terrorist attacks around the country, I think then they'll do something about it. Uh, I'm not. Can you hear me? No, I'm not. Uh, you're weak, but I'm not following your train of thought. Well, I mean, if you know, they're not going to do anything about it. Is if, unless something like that happens, unless it becomes a, you know, people start dying because of it. Do you think yeah, the Senate would even then vote to convict I him? I don't believe that they would. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Start saying. So where do you go from? I mean, what's your take on all this as you watch this? Well, because, I mean, we again. Don't know who's coming over the border. There's millions. They're saying, you know, 10 million, 15 million people running around the country. They don't even know who they are. Right. So you certainly think this was deserved. Oh, I do, yeah. Yeah, me too. It'll be interesting to see where it goes from here. In the wake, uh, assuming that the Senate does nothing, what? What's your reaction to that? Well, at least people see where they, you know, what they're, how they are. I guess. Get a seed. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right about that. A, a little too uh, plainly and clearly, I think we're seeing what what they are and where they where they're at. Hey, thanks, Liam. I appreciate the call. Phone lines are open six zero five three three six thirteen twenty. So the House yesterday, by one vote, voting, again, I'm just shocked by that one vote, needed to get Steve Scalise there. So he was there, and so with with his return then, because he's undergoing cancer treatments, so Scalise was gone the other day. So he was back yesterday. They had the votes, 214 to 213 what does that close vote say to you? That's I'm curious. Steve, good morning. You're on Kello. Morning. Hi, Steve. Um, Democrats will never uh, eat one of their own. They won't do it. 
and I don't think the Republicans have enough guts to stand up to it in the Senate. So therefore, he gets by with all the chaos that has ensued and will continue until, like another caller said, we turn the House, the Senate, and the presidency over. Right. That's uh, well, and but in the meantime, you know, um, folks continue to be really, really frustrated, um, and we see the destruction of the country. I mean, unfolding in front of our eyes almost daily. It's amazing that if you go back not too many years, the Democrats were saying that we have to stop this, and now it's there's no problem. And it just proves that they don't care about the country as much as they do about their their uh, power. And well, I'm power. I'm increasingly uncomfortable in just blaming Democrats for that. Well, that's true because uh, what have our local people done? So they they haven't been standing up. I, I understand they're not going to get a conviction in the Senate because the Democrats control it. But every Republican should be voting to oust him and replace him. But they're as gutless as, as they seem to be all the time. Um, they they don't stand together as a block, and the Democrats just roll over. The liberals just roll over the rest of us. And I think there's a really a lot more, you know, as Reagan said, the silent majority. I think there's a lot of people out here that are frustrated with it. But with the news media the way it is, we don't get heard. We are the silent people because the the media has the coverage. They got the bully pulpit, and they just keep nailing it. Well, I really appreciate uh, your thoughts, and I'm always glad to hear from you. Thank you, Steve, for for the phone call. Phone lines are open six zero five three three six thirteen twenty. If you'd like to join the program, good morning, Art. You're on Kello. Hey, good morning. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, thanks, Art. See, I got to listen to the dusty town hall that he had on the phone the other day, and he explained um, three of, well, all four of the Republican votes against the first time, as well as I think he's going to cover the second three that were against the impeachment. If you're interested, I can tell you what he had to say. The, uh, of of Mayorkas? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, go on. what he said was, is that the three people that voted against it, if you look at their record, they are among the staunchest of conservatives and very, very vehemently so. And they felt that impeaching Mayorkas was not where, let me see how he put that. He, he said it's not how they feel their job is to be done. It's not the fault of Mayorkas. He was following orders, too. So that's why they said, yeah, I can't vote for impeaching him when the bigger problem is actually in the Oval Office. Yeah, but every but everybody knows that. So, uh, I mean, I right. just don't but, buy that. Do you, Art? Do you buy that? Well, he was... So, did, so, in other words, then, we'll do nothing. That's what they're saying. No, they want... Biden impeached. They don't want, they don't need him impeached. We need the top right. fixed. And I think that's what they wanted. And that's not what they're going to get. They're going to start with what they get. But they just felt that it wasn't in their 
that's not their job to impeach a head of state or whatever it is that Mayorkas believes he's doing. I No, I don't like it. I think, we, like the last caller just said, I think we need to stand as united Republicans, and instead we flail about like, Angry little pigs and a <laughs> terrible. That's a, no, it, it's and I don't mean to laugh. It's your description it, that hit my funny bone. But I, but but I agree. It's 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 frustrating beyond belief. Fart. It's disgusting. Well, thanks for your call, my friend, and the explanation. I appreciate it. Good morning, Greg. You're on Kello. Good morning. Hey, I'm with you on the last caller there. I don't buy that at all. That answer it doesn't make any sense. It's inconsistent. Yeah, yeah, I don't buy that at all. Yeah, I, I, and I don't either. Where do we go from here, Greg? Uh, we just got to keep pushing. I think we go from here as we contact our senators. Uh, we call Thune, we call Rounds, we let them know how we're feeling. <clears throat> just directly, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. No worries. Um, it just got to call them. We got to let them know how we feel about it, and that means calling their phones as often as possible in D.C. and in Sioux Falls or wherever else it's listed. Um, I don't think those two are beholden to the party. They're beholden to somebody else. Uh, I think John's going to do what Mitch tells him to do, and Mike's going to do what John tells him what to do. That's frustrating, isn't it? Yeah, very much so. But I said people need to call their offices. Numbers are available. That's the best way we can reach out to them right now since we don't have one-on-one connections with them. We just need to call, 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 and uh, express that we're happy with it. Mayorkas needs to be removed. Uh, but I don't buy the excuse that the previous caller had given about Johnson saying staunch conservatives think it's not their job or they need to get the other person. He's just doing his job as an excuse that's been given for so many things over history. People who stand by and do their job, even though they know it's illegal and wrong, uh, they don't deserve the excuse of I'm just doing my job. See, and see, I'm of the mind I'll impeach everybody who's who's – shirking their responsibilities, their duties. Let's impeach every one of them. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad I'm not alone, Greg. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it, my friend. Good morning, Dick. You're on Kello. Morning, Greg. I agree 100% with what you just said about impeach them all. They need to go away. Um, There was a statement Joe Rogan made the other day about the people coming across the border. Yeah. That that um, a lot of them are young men. So the thought he had was to give them all a green card and make them citizens eventually. And they, Chicago or Illinois, one of the two, just uh, passed a law that non-citizens can become police officers. So think about this for a minute. If they let all the police officers in the United States today probably would not shoot the average citizen for no reason if they were told to. So they could control the population, but you take these immig- these people that are coming across the border illegally, they have no loyalty to America or to the, the taxpayers at all. They could just do whatever the government tells them to do, and that's a real scary thought. Yeah, absolutely. Um, where do we go th- from here? What do you think is going to happen, Dick? I, uh, I think our, we're losing our country. We are losing our country. It seems that way every day. I look at the news and you hope for things to turn around. And, you know, I see a glimmer here and there, but overall, most most of it is pretty, pretty depressing. It's scary. Yeah. Well, thanks. I, I knew this would happen eventually, 
I just didn't think I would see it in my lifetime. You know, you took the words right out of my mouth. I, and in fact, I've said that a number of times. Dick, thank you so much for your thoughts. I appreciate it. Your patriotism. Thank you. 605-336-1320 is the Kello hotline. If you'd like to, phone lines are open right now. If you'd like to join the program, 605-336-1320 is the Kello hotline. And uh, you can drop me an email anytime also, greg.belfridge at keloam.com, greg.belfridge at keloam.com. There's a bit of other news that I wanted to share while I've got time with you is the the economy, Wall Street saw some uh, drop 524 points yesterday, Dow Jones did, down 524 points, and uh, the NASDAQ composite down. So this was uh, the Dow was down about 1.4%. And the president on Saturday had tweeted, good news to start the weekend, he was saying. The stock market going strong is a sign of confidence in America's economy. He said that on Saturday. And then yesterday, the Dow drops 524 points. And high interest rates, really, it hurt all kinds of investments. And it particularly, you see it hit hard uh, in technology companies. So there was a 2.2% drop for Microsoft. Amazon was down 2.1%. So those were the two heaviest uh, hits, but losses were widespread. Nearly 90% of stocks in the S&P 500 fell. So it's one of the biggest speed bumps for the index, they say. This is coming from analysts since the record-setting rally back in late October. So not good. That's where the market was at yesterday. And then CBS was reporting, we were talking about consumer prices. This is one of the reasons why I bring it up, because I think consumer prices, prices for you and me, you know when you're going, whether it's to go buy gasoline, whether it's to go buy, you know, goods and services, housing, food prices especially, and inflation is up, and your prices are going up. You know that. I mean, I, I went to the went to the supermarket the other day, and I didn't buy all that much. I had one basket, literally. I had a basket that I carried, basket full of food, and it was um, it was approaching a hundred bucks. It's like, wow. So consumer prices rose 3.1% in January, according to a, based on the previous January. And economists had been saying they expected January prices to rise. And um, they did uh, and rose higher than, than they had expected. 
So they say the pace, though, reflects an improvement from December when inflation rose at an annual rate of 3.4%. So the, the big takeaway here is inflation ran hotter in January than had been expected. And what that means then, the Federal Reserve has been talking about, you know, interest rates and cutting then the benchmark rate. And this makes it a little bit more complicated for them to be able to do that. So housing and food prices were the big things behind then those drivers of inflation in uh, in January.